All right. So we talked about the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not funny at all, but it feels fun. You ever had something that's not funny <laughs> with your defense mechanism? But you got to laugh. Yeah. You got to laugh. Because I do that all the time. Sometimes. I laugh at stuff. Like yeah. stuff that I ain't supposed to be laughing at, but that's literally my defense mechanism because I'm like, I don't know. WTF. The yeah. wide receiver position is WTF to me right now because, as we mentioned earlier, Tylon Wallace uh, is out. He had a knee bruise. They don't know when he will be available to come back, so we'll see how that goes. You mm-hmm. already mentioned James Prochet um, being injured. Uh, Duvernay is also dealing with an injury. This is a team that all only had a small group of wide receivers coming into the season. So um, do you think now is the time that the Ravens finally go try and get somebody? Because it feels it's like now, it's time. I, I mean, it's a, it's about that time. It's about that time. Rita, you brought it up on the last episode about these guys not having any depth at the wide receiver position. And it's showing up right now. I mean. Game, you, preseason game one. That's all it took. That's all it took. You know, and, you know, Harbs has said that Tylen Wallace has a minor knee sprain. And when, when we asked about James Prochet, he said it was a soft tissue deal, nothing serious. Look for him to be back in another week or two. It just, I got to see it to believe it. Harbs can sometimes try to, you know, temper down the panic when it comes to these injuries. And I think sometimes he gets ahead of himself and puts out timelines that don't necessarily end up holding up. So I'm just going to say it's something to watch. Um, yeah. If we're talking about Prochet being out two weeks, that's, I mean, two weeks, we're talking about we not, we're not going to see James Prochet until New York, until September 11th at that point. You know, A guy we'll who needs as practice. many reps with yeah. his quarterback as he possibly can may not be available to week one of the regular season. And then his backup, his, his backup got hurt in the first preseason game. So now as far as quote unquote healthy guys that they have right now, Rashad Bateman, who has also missed a day or two of camp already with the, with the, what Harbs is calling a minor nagging issue. Um, And Devin Duvernay, who just got back, from dealing with a thigh issue that he hurt a week ago. So you look behind that, sure, we're, we, we, we had Shamar Bridges in our overreaction. Benjamin Victor is out there. Um, you know, Slade Bolden, who's also hurt right now, you know, at some point, hopefully he's back. We don't exactly know what's all going on with him, but we are assuming it's nothing serious, but these aren't proven guys. And, it sucks because when you look at the free agency, there's not much out there. Will Fuller's still out there. Of course, that's the big name everybody's going to call out. Um, Odell Beckham is out there, but I truly believe Odell Beckham is right not now. healthy. He's yeah, it's the only covering. reason he's not on the team. It's the yeah. only reason. And not, not only not is, is that the only reason he's not on the team, but that's the only reason he's not on the Rams. Because I think when it's all said and done and he is able to play football again, that's where he'll be. Um, that's just my guess. But even still, Will Fuller, you bring him in, we're talking about a guy who's got another laundry list of injuries. Um, so I, I, it's just a bad situation for the Ravens to be in right now. This is the last thing they need is for their limited wide receiver depth to be tested as early as it's being tested right now 
because there's not many options on this team behind the starters, and there's not many options left for them out there on the street in the free agency market. So it sucks for them, and I know this is a team that doesn't rely heavily on the receivers in the passing game, but you got to throw somebody out there. You, you have to have somebody to put out. Somebody, are you available? Position. I mean, I, I I can be. <laughs> I can be for that game check for sure. You know, I could take a practice squad check if they need. They already to think you rocks. played. They already. I, think I mean, you the kids. Football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids think I play football, and I do on the weekends. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> not, just okay, not on. Okay. You know, just not on, the, just not on the Sundays and pads on your TV. You you don't see me there. <laughs> but hey, if they if they need me to come pitch pinch in for a little bit, I'll do it. But. I'm not what they're looking for, and I don't know if they have what they're looking for on this team or in the free agent market right now. Yeah, I, I, I stand firm on believing that the Ravens had a plan in the draft where they were going to get a wide receiver in the draft when they traded Marquise Brown, and then there was a run of wide receivers that came mm -hmm. off right before they, they picked, so then they went with Kyle Hamilton. The problem, though, I have with that is, is that they didn't have a plan B. Or, you know, so what was the plan B? What were you guys going to do in the sense that those guys weren't going to be available? And that's the part that bothers me, is that we're not seeing anything being done you know guys were going off the table that were available in free agency were just going off the table not coming to baltimore and you have a big need here a huge need mm -hmm. here and when you look at the afc and the other teams you know they have wide receivers you know they have right. pass catchers and look we love mark andrews we really do and we hope that isaiah likely is going to be what we think he's going to be but that clearly can't and, and rashad bateman but rashad bateman is a guy that look didn't even play all last season because he started off right. on the pup list because he was injured um and so then you have unproven guys here that now can't even stay healthy. Like, what is the plan here? Like, it it feels like there's no plan. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it, I hope the plan isn't, well, let's just see who gets cut in uh, after the preseason is over and once the rosters go down, because that's not a good plan either. You know? No, no, it's not. No, it's not. And you talked about the draft weekend, and they have plenty of opportunities to go yes, get they did. somebody uh, in any round, really, that they chose. I mean, uh, Sky Moore is a receiver that went later on in the draft, and the Chiefs ended up snagging him. Uh, Burks from Arkansas, a uh, big receiver, uh, ends up – I think Green Bay ended up snagging him late in the draft. So there there were definitely uh, – even though the run on receivers went heavy in that middle part of the first round, there were plenty of receivers for the Ravens to be able to go get as I the agree. draft went on, and they, and they just – you know, I'm not going to say that they sat on their hands, but they all, you know, because they, I think that they got some guys that they like Isaiah Likely, Charlie Kohler, Travis Jones, uh, 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 Beatty, uh, Tyler Beatty. You know, I, I think that they were able to snag some guys that in the long run they felt like are going to be able to help their team even right away to a degree, as well. And I didn't even mention Pepe Williams and Jalen Armour Davis. Um, you know, so I, I think that they like what they got. But at the same time, I think it's going to come back and bite them in the yep. sense that they decided to kind of minimize the the wide receiver priority 
on their list of priorities at the time. Um, and whether it ends up working out or not, we'll see, you know, but it, it, it's just not a good situation to be in when you're at the point to where, okay, we like our starting receivers, but we literally have nothing behind them. You have to have some depth at that position. And right now, as it stands, they don't have any. It's a lot of unproven guys. And sure, we don't know what some of these guys that, uh, can turn out to be. If Shamar Bridges turns out to be the next greatest thing, then, hey, hats off to him for finding a, a diamond right. in the rough. Um, but these are long shot situations. These guys went undrafted for a reason. You know, so I'm not going to sit here and expect them to all of a sudden become starters overnight. So the Ravens are going to have to really take a deep look at this receiving group and the depth that they have or the lack thereof and figure out how they want to address it. We know they like to flood the field with tight ends, but again, you're going to have to have somebody to put out there on the outside and it can't just be a body. It's got to be somebody who's actually serviceable. Listen, we don't know, you know, what Lamar is asking for, obviously, because, you know, they're airtight over there. But quite frankly, the Ravens need to give Lamar whatever it is that he is asking for. And the mm -hmm. reason of that is because you're literally asking him to turn wine, turn water into wine. OK. Yeah. Uh, and that is look, Jesus could do that. But I don't know if Lamar is Jesus Christ. Lamar's look, already said he ain't he, Jesus. He's already look, told he already he came Jesus. out and said he wasn't Jesus Christ. <laughs> he let you know he ain't Jesus Christ. And guess what? We can't expect him to, to make miracles all the time. He already did that in 2019 when he had guys like Seth Roberts and a rookie, you know, Marquise Brown on his roster and Willie Sneed. Now you're trying to ask him to do um, to, to compete with the AFC, with the guys that he already has, you know, sans Mark Andrews. Because at the end of the day, as much as we love the potential of Bateman, we still don't really know. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, it's, exactly. it's, it's just all what we believe he's going to be. But he is, this is only his second year, which mm -hmm. that's another topic as well, because you're asking this man to literally play in a veteran role, and he literally is just a sophomore. So this is all craziness. And I just don't understand, you know, when you look at this roster, it literally, Lamar, if this team wins 10 games, it will be because Lamar Jackson is the quarterback of this team and nobody else, not Tyler Huntley, not Anthony Brown, not Brett Huntley. None of those people can do what Lamar can do with what the Ravens front office has given him thus far mm -hmm. from a skill set perspective. We have no idea what the running backs are going to do. We don't even know if they're healthy. Now you're in a situation where we have no idea what the wide receivers are going to do because they're not healthy. So they're not going to get their reps in preseason. Yep. So, you know, whatever I don't look, if Lamar is asking for a fully guaranteed, you need to go ahead and give it to him. Okay. Cause you're asking for him to do a lot. When you look at the likes of the AFC West and the Buffalo bills and you know, with the, the Cleveland Browns, at least they traded in Miami. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, this is going to be interesting how they do this because you're asking him to, to compete. And I've never seen the AFC so stacked before, quite frankly. I don't recall yeah. them being as stacked as they are right now. And so Especially you're asking, with all the star, star studded quarterbacks that are now in the AFC West absolutely. alone. Yep. You know, but definitely in the AFC 
uh, as a whole. And you, you brought up the running backs earlier. Obviously, the Ravens are a run-first team. If the running game is going well, this team is tough to stop. But, Rita, you just said it. We don't know who how healthy these running backs are going to be to start the year and how long it's going to take for them to get back to what we're used to them seeing. So if you combine a questionable Russian attack with a banged up uh, wide receiver group that has limited to no depth at all, it's, it's concerning. It's concerning. Yeah. And it gets back to the point of Lamar Jackson being forced to kind of have to play Superman. And everybody last year, I kept hearing it like Lamar's got to stop looking for the home run and he's got to take what's given to him. And while I tend to agree at times, it's like, how can we knock him for feeling like he's got to be Superman every play? When you, look, when you look around, it's not much for him. It's not much help for him. Obviously, Mark Andrews is there. That's a big help. But no everybody knows it. Mark Andrews is there. Exactly. But the defense exactly. knows Mark Andrews is there. They're going to yep. double and maybe triple team him because they know that Mark Andrews is the best target on yep. this football team. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 and I talked about it on the last episode. That's why I think it's so important for them to be able to spread the wealth because I think that's when this offense is at its best, when they're not able to just key in on 89 or that when their defense is not able to just put eight in the box because they know all the Ravens can do is run the ball. When the Ravens are passing the ball effectively and spreading the ball around, they are super tough to stop. And it's just I, I really want to see how healthy – they are because I keep saying it, man. The, the same thing that derailed their season last year D, is, is the same thing that worries me this year. And it's injuries all over again. And it's still injuries to a lot of the same guys. And it's and th- those guys are key pieces. These are some of their best players that they don't have back yet. And until they get these guys back, it's tough for me to really feel confident in this team right now, to be honest with you. You you and I are on the same page. You are very professional with it. And I think that that's a great thing because, you know, you're out there every day. And so, like, you know, you have to say the nice things. I'm going to say. <laughs> right. I got to dress it up thing. a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to say the real things. Look, if you look at this off, if you look at this offense on paper, they mid. Okay. Yeah. If you don't oh, know yeah. what mid means, look it up in the Urban Dictionary because they make right. this is a mid team okay Mm -hmm. luckily for them the offensive line has improved some but then we still have some uncertainties um with the left tackle position and now the center position so you know listen this team is nothing without number eight i hope we've made that clear okay this team can do nothing without lamar jackson because they they are they don't have the star power minus two guys and and, and and I'm giving Bateman probably more leeway than he he's earned because he didn't play all of last season and he's only in his second year. And that's no, you know, that's a, it's a detriment to him that we're putting this kind of pressure on this young man because we don't have anybody else to rely on yeah. outside of Mark I, Andrews. Honestly, I, I, I that, and, 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 you know, I'll say I do think Bateman is built for this. I do think he can be, you know, he's he's good enough to play the role that they're asking him to play. Again, you know, yes, he's the number one receiver, but Mark Andrews is the number one guy in this offense. So really Bateman is the number two 
uh, when you really look at it like that. So I, I think Bateman can definitely play the role that they're asking him to play. I think he can be a receiver that runs the entire route tree. He can make the deep catches. He can make the short catches and possibly pop a big play with his yak ability. Um, but definitely, you know, when we're talking about putting the entire load on him, um, if, God forbid, Prochet, DuVernay, or, or now Tylen Wallace is hurt, um, it, it's going to be a lot for him to have to carry. I think Prochet, if he's healthy, he's going to be able to really, you know, excel in his slot role. Um, yep. But uh, when, you, but besides those two, I'm gonna, just going to keep saying it as the receiver. And besides Prochet and Bateman, I'm – I'm not overly uh, optimistic about the rest of the guys. I think Duvernay has a chance just because he has he's that all-pro return guy, and I think it, I want to see it translate as a, as a receiver. But behind him, Wallace and the rest of these guys, it was good. Shamar Bridges had a good first preseason game. But until I see it on a regular basis, I don't have much confidence in this receiving group. And I think the depth is the reason that this team could be in trouble because they're lacking a ton of depth at the receiver position. Ravens play Cardinals next week, uh, August 21st at 8 p.m. in Arizona. Uh, so we'll be talking about that next week. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Winning Drive podcast. Tell everybody where you can find our podcast. Oh, yeah, they can find they can find the podcast wherever they listen to podcasts at that Spotify, that uh, iTunes, that uh, wherever else they put up the podcast, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's on SoundCloud, but it probably is. It's wherever I would imagine you can get podcasts. At least that's what I was told. So we'll test that theory out and go check it out there. Uh, all throughout the preseason, we'll have two episodes a week, and once the season kicks off, we'll go up to three and get you some post-game reactions uh, right as soon as the game is over. So keep it locked with us because we'll continue to give you all the Ravens content, content you can handle as the year goes on. All right. Talk to you guys next week. See you later. Peace.